Talk. Strictly business, nothing personal on Capitalk 100.4 FM. Strictly business, nothing personal. Although today we're talking about personal stories, which are to do with finances. And it's how to create wealth through investments. Call your friends, your family, and tell them to tune in right now. You'll have plenty of stories to talk about. On Fridays, I always wake up to say, So this is what we're talking about this morning. How to create wealth through investments. And my guest already in studio is Gerald Zangai. Acting CEO of Securities and Exchange Commission of Zimbabwe. Now, as you know, financial literacy is something that is missing in our communities. Trader Seiko for us to get educated. So most people know how to make money, but very few people know how to save and invest it. And investment is a foreign language to many people. But we're saying, let us have this conversation so that we clear the myths and misconceptions. When it comes to money, there seems to be a gap in knowledge between the haves and the haves not. So let's get straight into our conversation. Gerald, good morning and welcome to Capital KFM. Good morning, Tari. Um, good morning, listeners. Thank you for having us here. Thank you for joining us. So let's start with um, talking about Securities and Exchange Commission of Zimbabwe. For people who have never heard of it, what is it about? What do you do? The Securities and Exchange Commission of Zimbabwe was established by an act in 2008, that is the Securities Act. Securities are instruments that are used to invest um, on uh, capital markets or stock markets and bond markets as well. I'll explain those as we go along. Our main mandate is to protect investors, those who invest their money, we have been uh, put in place to make sure that they are protected from fraudsters and any harm that can come to their investment. Okay. So let's, um, now that you've told us about uh, Securities Exchange Commission, can we, can you perhaps help us understand what we mean when we are talking about investments? What does that entail? Okay. Um, investing is basically sacrificing the present for the future, sacrificing present pleasure for future benefit. So when you are investing, you are foregoing what you can enjoy now and putting your investment or money into something that can make it grow. And um, a, a lot of people believe that we don't have an investment culture in our country. But if you look at the history of the African setup, our um, communities have got cattle, they've got goats, chickens, and the reason they have those is uh, so that they can multiply. And so if we're talking about investment in simple terms, we're saying they had cattle, they could have consumed the cattle on a daily basis, but they choose not to consume the cow so that the cow can give more calves. So that's investment. You are foregoing the present in order to get more in the future. 
Okay. Uh, sounds clear enough. Now, there comes a problem. Pakuti, where should we be investing? What should we be investing in? We see a lot of adverts, particularly on social media. Bring in your 100 US dollars. In three weeks, you'll have 150 US dollars. And it sounds very, very good. Take the slow approach. You gave the example of the cows. And then now I'm thinking, I'm looking at the, the cows. I'm looking at the advert that is saying you're going to get 150 dollars after investing a uh, hundred in um, three weeks naturally we have people um, going or moving towards 150 dollars i would like to cite a story that appeared in uh, november last year uh, where the zimbabwe republic police spokesperson assistant commissioner paul nyati said that at least ten thousand zimbabweans lost a total of about 30 000, 30 million us dollars after investing and investing in quotation marks large sums of money in pyramid schemes which collapsed in the past 12 months and some of the scammers are on the run and according to the herald some families sold their houses sold their vehicles and other valuable property to invest in pyramid schemes that were run by scammers mostly through social media platforms especially whatsapp groups so how does one know that this is a genuine investment and this is not a scam okay an investment um as i said it is foregoing the present for the future. Now, <coughs> when you are investing, you need to do a due diligence. You need to find out about this person who you are saying you are investing in. Because fraudsters have always been there in society. Crooks are always there. And when you talk about uh, Ponzi schemes, uh, Charles Ponzi um, is an Italian gentleman who, well, I don't know if you can call him gentleman after what he did. <laughs> no. I don't think that's the correct term. Uh-huh. So he was operating in Canada and um, in the US and he was taking money from people and uh, promising them 50% return in 45 days and 100% return in 90 days. So if you gave him $100 today, 45 days he would give you 150 and 90 days, 3 months he gives you 200. But People didn't know where, how he was making this money. How is he making your investment to grow? So what we do as the Securities and Exchange Commission is we register all people that participate in investment, that provide investment services. So we do the due diligence for you as the customer. So before you invest check with the Securities and Exchange Commission if this company you are investing in is registered. If it is not registered, there is a reason why people avoid registering with us. And that is because they would want to fleece the public and to steal from the public. And some of them may actually have failed to invest because we would have already seen that these are crooks. So the main thing about investment is it is not something that you can do without proper due diligence, proper investigation of where you're putting your money. Your money is your hard and cash, and that is your wealth. You cannot just be putting it somewhere where you're not sure. Okay. Now let's talk about the opportunities that are there for Zimbabweans to invest in. 
uh, there are people with plenty of money right now. They're just not sure where can I put my money for it to multiply. Plenty of money if I'm not working in an office, for example. But I still would like to maintain the same level of lifestyle that I have even better. So where or what are some of these opportunities that are available for Zimbabweans to invest in right now? The, I think the problem that we have um, as a nation is that we think investment is for people with money. I'll give you an example. When you go to school, you are investing in yourself. So you actually become the asset. Why are you sacrificing that time and money to go to school? Because you are doing it with the hope of getting a future job or future skills that will give you a better return. So investment is not for those who have made money. You must not make money for you to invest. You must invest for you to make money. I think that needs to be understood. Yeah. That you do not have to be rich for you to invest. You actually have to invest in your future. So when we look at the way that people should run their lives is suppose you are earning a monthly salary what you should do is firstly set aside money for investment and then what is left after investment you can use it for your groceries for your consumption so i know it sounds odd but unless we come to that point where we prioritize investments for because this is our future and so we need to come to that point where whatever income we are getting, however big or small it is, the first thing we do is put part of it into investment. Then what is left is what we consume so that our future is being built by those investments. I just want to comment on, on, on that because you have a lot of people who say, but Mariachona that we're getting, itori shoma. We're going to pay the rent. We'll we'll buy the food. We'll pay the school fees, and then maybe if there's a little bit extra to invest, then we'll we'll do that. Now, using your advice, a way of doing things, uh, save a little bit for investments, and then you get to spend on whatever else. What percentage of your income um, would you recommend that one sets aside for investments, particularly considering which ah ininangwanda But I just want to. Do a little bit. I want to start the journey today. Okay. Um, saving is not necessarily investment. When someone is saving money, they're just putting it aside. Mm -hmm. Investment, we are saying you are making your money work for you. So if you're saving, you're just putting it away and you're going to use it. But investment is actually taking it to the capital markets, which are the markets that we regulate, the markets that we register. In terms of what percentage is one supposed to set aside in terms of investment, it differs with people, but I would say it's how seriously do you take your future. If you take your future seriously, then the percentage is determined by that. But also we encourage people to start small because you want to start with a percentage that you know the habit begins and then it grows uh, from there. So I can't specifically give a percentage, but I would say it is the commitment that one should have to be able to set aside and come to our capital markets and invest. And anyone can invest. When you're talking about the, a listed company, 
if you go onto the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange, the Victoria Falls Stock Exchange, the Financial Securities Stock Exchange, just go on their websites. You see the price of these um, shares. They're actually in cents. So it means that everyone can afford. So when you are, say you're participating on, you've bought shares, you're actually an part owner of that company. And so you are already starting to participate in investment. Okay. You're tuned in to Capital 100.4 FM, Harare's Heartbeat. This is Wealth Creation Friday, <coughs> and we're talking about how you can invest. I'm asking you this question. Are you having these conversations with your family, with your friends, about investments? And what does it actually take to invest? And it's as little as sense. So I'm hoping that today, uh, being the 1st of July 2022, it's already the 50% mark of the year. And you're pressing reset, so you, you're, you're restarting the year, so to speak, um, setting your financial goals perhaps you'll go and uh invest uh gerald let's talk about nyayaye real estate and uh one of those people who's really done well in real estate is donald trump right so someone in zimbabwe somewhere sometime is thinking i want to be like that right how can i start investing in real estate and um is it a good idea right now given our current zimbabwean situation Every country has got risks and returns. In fact, where there is a return, there is a risk. So the time is right to invest in Zimbabwe at the present moment. It's always right to invest. Real estate is um, something that a lot of people think can only be done by those who have money. Interestingly, what we have now um, on the capital markets we are listing what we call real estate investment trusts. And how these work, are, they work in the way that people can pull together their resources and be able to acquire a property. And those resources that they have pulled together will actually be listed on the exchange. So you have like units in one property. So you can have maybe a thousand people or more who contribute and all of them will be able to enjoy the benefits of real estate without necessarily uh, being able to afford um, the house. Um, just two days ago, there was Highland Park, the shopping mall, which was um, launched by our president. And he also spoke about real estate investment trusts that are coming in. And that one is going to be listed um, on the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange. So property investments, an investor always diversifies their risk. They don't put all their eggs in one basket. So that is why you need the professionals that we have in capital markets, the people that we register. For instance, we have asset managers. Their role is to make sure that your money earns its returns wherever, whichever sector it is invested in. So be it property, be it equities, be it uh, bonds, they are the ones who manage the wealth for you. So I would say the time is always right to invest. You can't wait. Okay, you can't wait. Stay tuned to Capital 100.4. FM Harare's heartbeat. We take a short break. And I'm hoping by the time I come back, you've decided Guti, how much money are you going to invest today? Can you feel it, beat? Can you feel it? 100.4.
Harare's Heartbeat. We are your edutainment station. We get to educate you. We get to have entertainment. Now, we're talking about wealth creation. Consider this wealth creation uh, Fridays. And it's that we want. And we're talking about how to create wealth through my investments, not my Ponzi schemes. Doing it the correct and proper way. And joining me in studio is the acting CEO of Securities and Exchange Commission of Zimbabwe, Mr. Gerald Zangari and Ditika. So um, let's go to our WhatsApp messages right now. Uh, Anza Nandega in Cheetown, Gerald. Anza, do you have my WhatsApp groups? Because Facebook, Nana, Twitter, and Atinama bundles. Yeah. Is there any other way that the people can get in touch with you? Yes, we do. Um, we have a WhatsApp number uh, that is on our website, www.sexim.co.zw. That's www.sexim.co.zw. We would love to interact with the public on that platform. Okay. And uh, I am loving the conversation so, so much. Hashtag capital money. Watch me. Mixing and mingling. Needs no tones at train of my business meeting. <laughs> of course, right? Why not? This is why we're having this conversation. You comment on that, Gerald. I think it is good um, that uh, the listener is saying that. And it's always good to start somewhere. Our problem is that we never start. So start investing and start being an investor like what they are saying and get to enjoy um, just seeing your money grow. And as you do it over time, you become an expert. We all learn things over time. You know, um, can, can, in your opinion, what do you think needs to be done to motivate or encourage people to invest? What is lacking? Metris banking. Because we, I want to see my money. But like you said, that is just saving money. It's not investing. It's not growing. How can we change this culture or the habits that we have in order for us to think money, think long term, think mangwana? Um, the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. And unfortunately, in investments, that is the same thing. The information is there, but we hardly get to discuss it as families, as you mentioned. You know, we don't sit down even with our children and talk to them about investment, about growing money. So we need to be able to grow a culture of accessing information. I would encourage people today, go on to the Sexim website, go on to the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange uh, website, go on to the Victoria Falls Stock Exchange website, go on to the FinSec website. Just familiarize yourself with the opportunities that are there. The link between information and the need, that gap is huge. And I, for one, am thankful that you have brought us to this show because we want to close that gap. Um, the financial literacy that we have in this country, we need to improve it to such a point that when someone is an ordinary person, they're actually invested. The national vision is to become a middle-income economy by 2030. And an economy that is citizens that are in middle income, those are citizens that have disposable income to invest. 
So as a nation, the agenda has already been set that we want everyone to be an investor. And our role is to make sure that the information is there. So what I think needs to be done is, one, the information, we need to link it to the people. And secondly, we need a mindset change. We need to start thinking like consumers, sorry, like investors, not consumers. We can't just be consuming everything and investing nothing. The nation right now is talking about infrastructure developments. There are infrastructures that are being put in place, roads, buildings. That's investing. So as an individual, I also need to play my role in terms of investing um, in my life and in my future. So the second thing that we need is just that mind shift change from us as an as, as people that we take our future seriously and start looking for opportunities that guarantee us income in the future all right um let's go back to our whatsapp messages here david top linden in johannesburg good morning and uh, you say with the situation back home naitari nasi us is legal tender tomorrow it's banned nasqua on rtgs tomorrow zim dollar we end up getting confused to invest home traitors say sure so um yeah he's talking about the currency different currencies does that impact how we invest or if we should invest at all? Um, currency, that's um, circulation of money. We are talking about uh, investments. You mentioned uh, real estate, uh, land. <coughs> God is no longer creating land. The one that we have is limited. So it appreciates in value, regardless of what is happening on the currency side. And if you look at... Um, Companies will always be there. The listed companies that we have, they will always be there. So if you're going to invest in a company, that company will always be there. The land will always be there. And so that um, is important for the investor to realize that there will always be opportunities uh, that are there. And I'm glad they are calling us from, um, from Joburg. Because one of the things that we have is information asymmetry, whereby what is in the country and what is happening is not what the diaspora is being told. But if you look at it globally, we interact with a lot of global investors. And they come to us and they say the returns on the Zimbabwean market compared to other markets are actually very good for us. So foreigners are coming in to invest in Zimbabwe. But as the local people, we some of us we are not investing because we are hearing information that is coming from sectors that are not actually investment literate so i go back to my first point that if you're going to be a serious investor you need to get the right information and that right information will lead you to proper investments Right. Well, as we conclude this show, I have been on your website, www.sekzim.co.zw, uh, and there's uh, a big one. I think I got that one wrong. But you've got uh, a program that is there uh, called Ayoba Mkoba, which is basically about um, introducing people to investing. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? So that whoever is listening right now, uh, you know, as you are doing your dishes, as you are driving to work, you can be listening to this podcast and you get really educated, get the knowledge that you're missing. Ayoba Mkoba is actually one of our exciting projects that we did. And what we, um, our aim on that was to bring investment 
in the normal setup that we have um, and in a normal Zimbabwean family setup. So I would encourage people to go on to, we've got um, on YouTube a series of that and also we've got um, other platforms where it is. But it basically is educating people about investment opportunities, but it is doing that through normal life of um, an ordinary Zimbabwean family. Then I just want to also say that we've got the Investment 101 Handbook that clearly and plainly explains all investments. And we've now translated it into Shona and also into Ndebele. And now we are working on putting it on Braille so that those with visual impairment will be able to read um, about investments as well. So those are some of the initiatives that we are taking to bridge that information gap I mentioned. Because once people have information, I believe they are empowered and they will invest. Uh, this is why we're here. Gerald, I've got to thank you for coming through to Capitalk FM and helping us have this conversation. My Matipa coming through and saying, she's got the red dress emoji, several of them just running there. And she says, thank you very much for this conversation. Um, she's quite excited. Hopefully she will get to invest. Any last words to the people who are listening? Um, my last words are, Please invest with registered um, investment advisors, registered stockbrokers, registered um, in asset managers. Don't put your money with someone that you do not know, even if they are a relative. Because Charles Ponzi also had relatives who invested in his uh, scheme. So I would say your hard-earned cash, um, please invest it. Let it work for you. Um, as you work for your money, make sure your money works for you. And as the Securities and Exchange Commission, we are there to protect investors, to make sure that your money works for you and it brings you the returns that you require. All right, Gerald. Thank you very much for that. You can find out more information from their website, www.seczim.co.zw. That's spelled www.seczim.co.zw. Stay tuned to Capital 100.4 FM. Harare is our beat. 100.4 Let's go on and on and on. All the radio you need and much more.